on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. And obviously the uh, death of iconic singer Sinead O'Connor back on the front pages once again today. Pretty much all of the front pages covers her passing in some way, shape or form. The Irish Independent, Sinead's sad final days. They have a photograph of some of the flowers and candles left outside Sinead O'Connor's former home in Bray yesterday. And friends have told how she struggled to get her life back on track after the death of her 17-year-old son, Shane. And of course, as we know now, she had moved to London earlier this year and she was close to finishing a new album. Uh, And her friend Patrick Tracy said that Shane's death last year saw her struggle as any mother would. The front of the Irish Daily Star also has that floral tribute outside her former home in Bray. The headline, A Light Has Died. Vigils were held for singer Sinead O'Connor at home in Ireland and also in London last night. Uh, Members of the public leaving flowers and cards saying thank you Sinead and a light has died. The Irish Daily Mirror, no cause of death for weeks. The cause of Sinead O'Connor's death could take weeks to be established. It emerged yesterday. A post-mortem will be carried out on the 56-year-old singer who was found dead in her London home on Wednesday morning. Uh, And film director and friend Neil Jordan said yesterday fame lacerated her a bit too much. The Irish Sun, Sinead's final interview, they tried to bury me but didn't realise I was a seed. Sinead O'Connor told in her final interview about fighting back as haters sought to destroy her and fans left tributes at her old home in Bray yesterday. The Irish Daily Mail, happy and smiling, Sinead's final days. Sinead O'Connor was happy and smiling just days before her tragic death in London, according to her neighbours. The Mail has um, interviewed some neighbours in London after she moved there earlier this year. Met police confirming yesterday that they were called to a property after 11am on Wednesday where she was found unresponsive and they've ruled out a suspicious death. Also the front of the Irish Examiner. I hope you're at peace. Sinead vigils held in Dublin and London as people continue to mourn her death. So obviously the papers have pages of coverage and tributes Uh, pouring in from around the world. They cover that in the papers. Other stories on the front page. The Irish Examiner looks at the uh, claims against the HSE, the HSE's legal fees. Uh, The winners here being the lawyers. The HSE's legal fees have hit nearly €500 million over the last five years and the cost of claims in the same period is over €2 billion. Figures released to Sinn Féin's health spokesperson David Cullinan show that legal fees rose from €73 million in 2018 to €1.1 million in 2022. Cost of damages awarded against the HSE in those years went from €229 million in 2018 to £351 million in 2022. Uh, David Cullinan said that the overall cost of the legal fees, which is €500 million, euro, half a billion, uh, was staggering. And he says everything that can be done must be done to minimise claims and reduce cases of medical negligence. The world being on fire is also in the front of the Irish Examiner. The era of global warming has ended. So we don't say global warming anymore, according to the UN. Instead, we are to say global boiling. This is according to UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres. He was speaking after scientists confirmed July already. We're not even out of July yet, but already July on track 
to be the world's hottest month on record. So the world is boiling, not warming. That's on the front of the examiner. The Irish Times goes with the uh, latest census data, which came out yesterday morning. Census shows big increase in renters aged over 65. The number of people aged over 65 living in rented accommodation has increased by 83% since the last census. And of course, this begs the question, uh, once they retire, how are they going to be able to afford this rent? Uh, The number is almost 17,000 households and Ireland's average weekly rent has increased by 37%. It's now €273 a week on average that people are paying for rent. So uh, Sinn Féin saying very worrying trends and because it's the last Friday of the month, we'll get the homeless figures later today and we're expecting, according to the charities, to uh, see another increase in the homeless figures which some people accuse the Department of Housing of releasing them late on a Friday so that they don't get as much news coverage, although I think it still gets an awful lot of coverage. But we'll expect that after lunchtime today to see how many people are homeless. And that figure doesn't include rough sleepers, as we know. Now, the Irish Times looks at yesterday's uh, ECB rate rise and how it's affecting Irish homeowners. And they reckon that a quarter of a percentage increase, which was announced Uh, yesterday will cost tens of thousands of tracker mortgage holders an average of €300 over the next 12 months. Not a big deal in itself, except when you get the calculator out and you look at the fact that we've nine increases in the past year, which means that these tracker mortgage holders are going to be paying €5,000 extra on average. So where they find the money, I don't know, but you're supposed to find an extra €5,000 a year now to pay for these rate rises on your mortgages. So the Irish Times looking at this and advisors are warning in the paper that mainstream lenders are starting to increase their variable and fixed rates too. So everyone uh, affected by this as well. Uh, speaking of rising prices, obviously we have the Coldplay tickets going on General release this morning, 10am. Uh, expected to be huge demand for it. The Mail says that ticket touts are charging up to €4,500 for Taylor Swift tickets. And now one TD, Finnegal's Alan Dillon, saying that ticket touting legislation needs to be reformed. So we hear about this the whole time. People, do you remember Noel Rock, when he was a TD, was all about getting rid of ticket touts and reforming Uh, That legislation, Alan Dillon, has said that ticket resale websites are taking Irish punters to the cleaners as touts flout legislation limiting the practice in Ireland. Just extraordinary. Some of the prices people are paying for tickets. €4,454 if you want to get uh, certain Taylor Swift tickets on some of these reselling uh, websites. Original prices for tickets to see Taylor Swift were between €86 and €206. So it's quite a markup to go to four and a half grand. You can read more about that in the mail. A couple of final stories for you. One in the mirror is about Ireland's oldest man who has just turned 107 and his family put his long life down to cycling everywhere until he was 99. So Martin McEvely became the oldest known living man in Ireland after passing the pre- after the passing of the previous holder of that title last August. So he'll get another coin now from President Michael D. Higgins. And his son, Pat, has said that his father cycled until he was nearly 100. And he says that the key to his long life 
is that everything in moderation. Enjoy yourself, but don't overdo anything. And Martin McEvely never ate anything after 7pm. He'd one glass of Guinness on a Sunday night and he was very active and fit. Now, I do think genes are a lot to do with it as well because this man's brothers and sisters all died in their 90s. He's the only one who's made it past 100. So they reckon genes have something to do with it, but also his fitness. He was uh, still on the exercise bike when he was 105 years of age. Just incredible. He married his wife back in 1946 and they had 75 years of marriage. You can read more about that in the mirror. And finally, from the uh, Daily Telegraph, it is only the, what is it, the 28th of July, but they're already talking about Christmas in the papers because... They reckon that Furbies and Barbie are leading a 1990s revival for children's toys. John Lewis has released its list of top toys this Christmas. Children aged between 5 and 10 years old sorted through hundreds of products, picked out their 10 favourites after a month of testing the toys. And the Barbie convertible doll car set, obviously in pink, was the second most popular toy among the testers. Uh, and then Furby, first released in 1998, was in eighth place. Um, so this is according to some of the toy testers at John Lewis. Uh, a more contemporary favourite is reaching the top spot, however. So the number one toy for this Christmas is Gabby's Dollhouse Girl Doll, which is a spin-off from a Netflix series, which apparently was very, very popular. There's also a model of a cockapoo dog, which is in third spot. Other favourites include the Lego Holiday Main Street in ninth. Isn't it incredible, though, to think about the top 10 toys for this year? You've Lego, Barbie and Furby. So it's all retro around the Christmas tree, it would seem. Anyway, that's in the Telegraph. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.